0: Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Steven Maggi.
3: With a title like Marriage Can Be Murder." It's either going to be really tough to watch or it's going to be really funny. Well, this is something that's really funny and you can be a part of. It's playing at the Orleans Hotel and Casino, one of our favorite spots, live at the venue there. And with us, we got a couple of the stars from uh, that great show, Jane and Eric Post, a happily married couple. Welcome. How long have you been doing this uh, show?
1: This is 24 years, and hi, Sue. It's good to be with you. And uh, we've been married for 34 so marriage say. can be murder has been a part of our life for a long time
4: it's been a lot of our marriage <laughs> well that's
3: great well first of all I got to ask you i because that kind of uh, I saw in some of the notes that you guys have been married for a long time and I'm thinking to myself is is that a great way to live I mean you guys must have a happy marriage because you're with somebody pretty much 24/7 is, is, has it been a good experience over the
4: years yeah it's actually it's when our when we want finally you know to our, getaway time to do something we just want to be together still so it it is very much um that we get along so well we we love comedy we do comedy and even when we're not performing we're still doing comedy at home so (laughs) laughter is huge for um our marriage and our time together
3: well, let's, first of all, introduce you guys uh, to the audience, and then we'll talk about the show in particular. But as you said, you guys have been married for over, well, over 20 years now and been doing the show for a while. James, starting with you, uh, you've done all this stuff, right? I mean, you've been a comedian, actress, you've done uh, screenwriting and so forth. It's been, it's been your life.
1: Yes, yeah, I would say it's a, it's a gift and it's a skill set I've worked on. It's something I love to do. I enjoy doing it. Comedy has always been that thing that if I could make people laugh, it made me feel good. So I think for my mental health, it's been a wonderful thing. And uh, I pursued it at at all ends and then found myself here in Vegas with my husband doing our show. We started in Sacramento, went to Tahoe, Uh, different audiences, people. I love people. So I think that's that's the part that makes it easy for me so yeah. i always see the funny side of things and that's that's a, i think that people need a little more of that let's just put it that way
3: the vegas environment you know again unless you're addicted to gaming and that kind of thing but otherwise it's a really good environment huh? especially around uh, entertainment people everybody respects everybody else
1: yeah i th- i think we know we have a community that has worked hard to do what they love to do and it and this is a hard place because there's so much going on but we also see the transformation of our city into a sports town and you know it's entertainment and sports and and events and all the things that people love and come and clamor for so we know that our peers are working hard and all the casinos are the off-trip properties to entertain and bring joy to people so we love them. It's not a competition. It's more is better, is how I look at it.
3: Now, Eric, the whole idea, I mean, you've, you've made your life in this as well. Has this come to you, uh, like what? just what Jane was saying, we're kind of getting around the, the West area, starting with Sacramento, heading up to Tahoe, and then getting up in Vegas?
4: Well, yes, no. Um, I, you know, I performed in lots in high school, then went to Cal Arts, and then I went and joined the Navy, and flew in the Navy for eight, eight years. And then got back out and went back to doing it. And then from Sacramento, Tahoe to here, yes, that's been a... Um,
1: that's, been, that's been our journey together. But he did a one-man show off-Broadway oh. uh, called Perm Oil to Rave Reviews. He, so he, his theater path kind of got interrupted with life. He also went to Le Cordon Bleu to be a chef. So this man... He doesn't understand that you play the parts. He actually wants to be the part. So <laughs> it's a little costly and takes time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you, you you strike me as one of those people, Eric, that, you know, life interests you. So you like want to go to, I mean, I, I saw that about uh, go, going to the Cordon Bleu. Is the food good? Because food is part of this experience that people will go when they go to see marriage can be burner. Uh, is
4: food pretty good? Because you would know. Yes, I actually am the chef there also. So I, Are you really? My menu. Wow. So yeah, so you're you're getting a bias uh, yeah. <laughs> a, <Yeah>. opinion here. <laughs> well you I, went to the Kernel Blue. I mean that that's
3: a pretty good resume.
4: Yes, and I worked with some, some great chefs in still in town. It's different because it's not like when people oh, can we come to your restaurant? It's like oh, I'm not really open as a restaurant, restaurant. I do the food for the show. I've got a pizza oven, I have some fantastic pizzas um they are available people can come in but they i take i i work hard at making the food i have have the best flavor and texture that i can can do because it's kind of a, you know when you have 120 people and i want all the meals to hit the tables within 10 minutes it, it's some it's some different problems and issues so to make that as good as it can be in the past somebody else always did our food and i was um and that we, we got lots of oh the show's great food
1: Eh. Now yeah. if there's
4: a complaint about the food, it, it's on me.
1: And he takes it personally, yeah, and I it do. gives us incentive to write the next murder mystery.
3: And you couldn't pick a more more competitive town when it comes to food now. Over the last 20 years or so, Vegas, uh, all the chefs are there. I mean, let's face it. And there's such great restaurants, even off the strip, that people don't even know about. So your food has to be good, or people are going to be mad. Yes.
4: Yeah.
1: Yes. And we do partner... Uh, with the dough for our pizza and our bread from Monzu, uh, which is uh, the sister restaurant to Nora's. So we work with Gio Moro. So we're like, where's the best bread in town? Who has the best bread? And of course, that's a personal friend of ours and, so we partner. We don't have to make the best bread when someone else does. You
3: know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's an area that gets forgotten when they talk about pizza. Everybody talks about the toppings. But if that uh, foundation isn't any good, it's not going to matter.
4: Exactly.
1: Yeah, and the, the pizza dough has is a starter from over 300 years ago from Italy. So
4: Wow. <laughs>
3: it's all in the little details. Before we go on to the show, I just want to ask you, Jane, do I, do I hear this correctly? You are an ordained pastor. You're actually, and you, you uh, have a new church in Las Vegas. Is that right?
1: Yes. Uh, well, actually, new word. <laughs> uh, we'll celebrate our 10th anniversary, March 9th. Oh. We opened 10 years ago, uh, started by uh, two women. So how about that? Let's yeah. just trust the world.
3: Another pit place people can see. Where is the church, by the way? In what part of Vegas? Uh, we
1: meet inside Somerset Academy, which is a charter school off hmm. Stephanie in Henderson. So ah. we've been in that school. So we meet on Sundays inside their school. And here's the thing by not having a building, we're debt free. You know what I mean? We, we care, our care is for the people. Uh, we understand that people are spiritual beings too. So wanting to help them understand their spiritual side, which, because my my heart is for the people that are experiencing all these mental health issues right now. Helping them see a better way is important to me. So, and we help, we, we help a lot of organizations here in town, uh, widows, children, um, under-resourced. So the mission statement is to make disciples by loving people to a new life in Christ
3: let's talk about marriage can be murder. Now, a lot of people have seen these things. They've been around for a while, but only the really good ones, like this lasting this long, can really make it. People have a fear, for example, of because it's interactive, that, oh, I'm going to be forced to do things I don't want to do. But that isn't the case, right? This is something you can go when If you're shy, you're shy. And if you want to get involved, you can. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, because we know there are introverts and extroverts. And and some people go, I didn't know this was interactive. It's okay. Or we'll have people say, don't pick on me. Okay. Uh, We can't uh, hold back the crowd. If somebody in the crowd decides to pick you up, that's not like, so I always apologize in advance. I say, we will not. But if someone in the room does, I apologize. But you can tell by body language, our team, our Skilled, wonderful, talented actors, actresses, singers. They they can feel the vibe. They know if somebody doesn't want to. But there's a ticket you can buy. So we have ticket tiers.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: We you know, like you have general, then right. you have VIP, then you have R I P. RIP <laughs> really important person
4: or refugees mm-hmm.
1: yeah is uh, you you get tagged with a band and you and you are asking to be interacted with so that's that's the the, the ones that we know really want to be played with and then we have a social media component and we have things going on that even if they didn't participate in an outward way and we're just watching they could still enjoy the show so we we understand the two types and temperaments of
4: people, so. and, and our comedy is not the comedian picking out the one guy in the front row that you're just going to lambast. Yeah. We we play with people, so yeah. it's kind of fun. We get a lot of husbands who come in being dragged by their wives, <laughs> and they they're so it's so funny because they have the time of their life, and they and oh because <laughs> it was not what they expected, and that's been the hardest thing for me. Is there's other murder mysteries, and there a lot of them are of a different style than what we do. I say our murder mystery is the vehicle for our entertainment. It's not the Holy Grail.
3: Well, yeah, and you know, one of the things I've heard, I've got some people that kind of go to these things and so forth, and I always want to get their thoughts on it, and they said what's nice about your performance is it's not just a bunch of people that are just into those things because sometimes in other parts of the country you can go to those things but everybody there has been watching Agatha Christie things for all their life yours is really a mixture of people and it's one of those things where when you leave you say wow uh, like you were saying about your friends I had so much fun I didn't expect that and then (laughs) boom they want to come back and see it again
4: yeah.
1: Right. And the thing about coming back and seeing it again, Steve, is we change our show five times a year. Then we'll have a new show with a new killer and the new plant actors. So we have a crew, and then we add to it the people that we plant in the audience that are new every three months. So we have not repeated a show in 24 years. So.
3: But, but, but Jane, that's kind of how you guys can do that, right? Because you'd get tired of it if you didn't make those changes. It, it would get old to you and the people that are in the performance, I would imagine.
4: Yes, and then it would limit the amount of times people can come back without going, oh, I know who the actors are. Oh, I know this plot. Um, we've have a, we have our super fan, what is it, 27, 28? 29. 29 times she's coming wow. to our show. <laughs> and, but- and she comes, she, you know, she, oh, she orchestrates it. Okay, the new show's coming out and brings some different friends. Um, and, but that can happen. And even in the week of doing the same show, each night is different just because the crowd's different. And we interact with the crowd. And so they, you know, sometimes the people in the crowd say the funniest thing the whole night.
1: Or the most ridiculous.
4: Thing. Oh, yeah, and people are like, oh, that's such an actor. No real human would say that. And yeah,
1: like couples fighting in real life, and that's it, and I'm leaving, and breath. <laughs> and they have a full on fight scene in front of everybody, and people start clapping. And they don't know that that couple just had a meltdown and are
3: really fighting. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> they may need to go so over to Henderson to after, the, after the performance to get a little help there. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> right. So we just, you know, it's kind of like we've had some some really, really fun, amazing people uh, that have been a part of our cast and crew uh, that have gone on to different things. And then we have the newer uh, crew here in town. We, you know, we love employing and the young actors. And Eric loves to teach them. Of course, he's mm-hmm. a great director, so he'll he'll take a novice. The youngest person we had, and we don't do that at the casino. We've only been that two years at New Orleans, but we were 14 years at the D, seven nights a week. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, we were at the Egg and I, where we could. It, it, it wasn't really alcohol related. So we had an eight-year-old kid. We kind of did like a paper moon kind of thing. Yeah. And the eight-year-old kid was the killer, and the cop comes up at the end, and they're doing the the ending, and he hugs the child. I'm so sorry about the the loss in your life. And then she grabs the gun from the cop and says, back up, copper. (laughs) So it ends up that the eight-year-old was killing everybody, and it was a hoot. So we've gone from all the way from that to senior. I think that the eldest we had was 83 years old, and he forgot that um, he was supposed to stand up and do his monologue. It was hilarious. So we, we have a lot of improv, we do a lot of whirling around people. Uh, we use digital bits of lookalikes, but I think mostly because our humor is good natured, thinks dad jokes, good natured. And the, the the back and forth between Eric and I is, is fun too. It's not the It's not put down. It's it's kind of I'm the I'm the
4: you're the Gracie Allen, and I'm the George Burns.
1: Yeah, there you
4: go. <laughs> oh, I like that. And now we say we say that, and there's a, quite a few generations out there now have no <laughs> idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's really sad. Yeah, it really so is we're, because we're, the, the,
3: you know you think that that should be yeah. like YouTube stuff. People, you, go ahead and do yeah. that before you go see. You'll get it, <laughs> George and Yeah, Gracie. I think, well,
1: you know the the back and forth, the the straight man that sets up the joke, and then the punchline, and then the callbacks like this like the, the classic comedy classic comedy oldies that, you know, first started yeah. in all those shows that were running around America, but I think we are officially the last comedy couple that I know of that is performing regularly that is married. I haven't I haven't found another unless you've heard of one, Steve. So. I haven't,
3: but I think we need more of those. I, you know, thinking of Burns and Allen and so forth, those are great acts, and, uh, and it's fun, and people like to see that. And comedians always, I think, always make the better of Two people in the same industry, I think comedians do the best. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It seems like those are the marriages that last the longest, and so forth. But I do have a question. You know, you were mentioning there's a lot of improv and so forth. I guess you guys are such pros, and have been doing, I mean, you know, scripts and so forth. It isn't like you just you go out and just did stand up, and that was it you have to always be ready, I guess. So every show could be even a little different, right? Because if somebody takes you in a different direction, you're going to have to guide them back to where you want. It's not something where you can just, uh, you know, re- read the words that are written for you.
1: No, so so how I, I look at that is, of course, we have a script. Uh, you know, you have to have enough of the murder mystery and all of that for the buffs, right, that you talk about, people that are interested in murder mystery. you got to have the... Victim, you got to have a clues. You got to have the killer. You got to have the motives, all that stuff, yeah. the props, and how we kill people, and the weapons, and all the things that we use. But the the constant is that. So I would say that the cop drives the timing. Got to get to the end. We also have to serve a three course meal. Yeah. <laughs> Do that in good time. Have time for people to mingle, get to know each other, uh, have the activity of the murder mystery happening, and then get to the end. And then the summation, which is, aha, you know, that kind of... So we're doing... I think we're doing like a sitcom. It feels like a sitcom every night. That's what it feels like to me.
4: Yeah. But, and then there's that part that is just uh, different. Yes. You know, you, you get people in there that I'm, I'm like, they're going to be so guilty because uh-huh. nobody is going to believe that person is not an actor. Um, and, the, and that's what makes it fun. And as you said, doing the same show for, you know, January, February, March would be three months doing the same show. It doesn't mean I, you could have, I've had people come back, come on Monday and bring more people on Friday and they still had a great time on Friday and they just saw it Monday. Um, now the mystery part was spoiled for them, but what happened in the room, they were like amazed because it was, it was different because of all the different people and, and that sort of stuff. And that's what keeps, and that's the part of the improv that I love because you have to be listening, you have to be on your toes. You can't just, you know, market. You have to be fully involved every time.
3: And I think it's kind of cool after all those years of the D and I remember that. And that was a big thing because I think the D was responsible for a lot of the good changes that you see now downtown. It started there, you know, and and having a regular show like what you had there was a big part. People remember. So now heading over to the Orleans, you're going to keep those folks. But now that's a whole nother group of people. And that's got to be kind of exciting, too. Maybe you're going to find somebody that wouldn't have found you otherwise.
4: Yes, it's also, it's great for our, we have a unique blend of locals and tourists. We get a lot of locals and, excuse me, a lot of shows don't get that many locals. And yet we also get a lot of tourists and those numbers throughout the year kind of change the percentage of locals. But the locals are, the Orleans is a good property in the sense that it's not on the strip. So they're, they're much more um, ready. Oh, I can get there. I just not. I can park, you know,
3: right?
1: <laughs> yes, parking. And um, and I usually, uh, when I'm hosting, you know, when they come in, what are we celebrating tonight? So we start with this celebration, and people just look blank-faced, and I and then I'll look at the, if they have nothing to say, if it's not a birthday, an anniversary, graduation, retirement, whatever they're celebrating, I'll look at the guy, and I'll go, date night, right? He goes, yeah! <laughs> That's right. So, you know, there, it, it starts at the beginning, so... You, and you know, the, I, Americans are funny. They're they're punny. Uh, they get the word play, so we have a lot of a lot of that. But like Eric said, a Monday night show completely different than a Tuesday night show. It's the same script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different variable is the people in the group because we've been doing this a long time. There's lots of puns and jokes in our back pocket about dentists or about things, you know. So. Uh, yeah. work-related, um, profession-related. And uh, one of the jokes, I'll, I'll give it away for you today, just because we're on this podcast, in light of how hard it is to find employees, <laughs> um, one of our characters comes out and I say, where have you been? We've been looking all over for you. And he goes, I've been hiding. And You've been hiding? He goes, yeah, I heard good employees are hard to find. So it's current... Uh, we we're not political. We might have some lookalikes that look like oldie time pol- politicians that will yeah. highlight, you know, particularly if they're Abe Lincoln or yeah <laughs> something like that. But we don't we don't get into that. Thank which is God.
3: Good. Yeah, there's
4: yeah, enough of that you know, stuff. Yeah, really.
1: Yeah, keep keep it clean. You know, we keep it clean, but but it's good natured.
4: It's very funny. I'm yeah. sorry. We're good. She's trying <laughs> yeah. to be all nice and polite. <laughs> no, right. It's, it's... And I was say. We're the most fun show in town. We're not the most spectacular. We don't go underwater. We don't paint ourselves blue. Um, but we're the most fun. You're going to have fun. You're going to laugh. You're, you, you actually, you're, you, you're meeting other people. And so, sometimes, you no, know, I don't want to meet. By the end of the night, they've had a great time with the other people at their table. So it's a, and that's kind of where my, our mystery really is different than any other one in the country because we're less focused on the murder mystery
3: and the actors in the murder mystery'
4: we're, we're focused on our the most important people in the room are my guests
3: it's different you know and that's what's good With Vegas we're always looking for for different type of things you know we have the headliners and that's fine we'll do a night there and like you said now we got a great sports guy if you like hockey go see the nights they're good they're the best but you know for for one of these shows it's it's a great for people that live there obviously go see it immediately but when you're making a trip i always say pick some of these places and you're going to can't go wrong seeing marriage can be murder so let's tell people one last time before we go how does this all work so they want to buy tickets you know what nights are they on what do you what do you do and of course you got to plan to save some room for a great dinner as well
1: yeah. <laughs> well we run six nights a week and normally we're dark on Wednesdays the best way to get your tickets is to go to marriage, can we Uh We've had wedding parties, bachelorette, bachelor parties, Christmas parties. Bring in a group of people. Our bar opens a half hour before the show. We see to you. you have a three-course meal. It's a great... The,
4: the, great I, I do the chef's taster meal, which is... Uh, I do a smoked um, bourbon brown sugar tri-tip. Mm-hmm. Um, you get some of that. I uh, brine and chicken breast. so And with a lemon uh, butter sauce, it's very good. Then you get the... Uh, but green bean almondine, bean, green beans, bacon, and almonds. Good old and mashed potatoes is the main course. You can also get pasta, and that's kind of for all, um, the
3: vegetarians, you know, vegans,
4: <laughs> vegans, and so on and so forth. And I also have. A, you can also order one of my a personal size pizza to be your main course. You get a nice salad with manzu bread, and then at the end, my dessert, which is an old family recipe. Um, so it's a, it's a good, solid meal, and you can choose that night. You don't have to figure out what I want to eat. Um,
1: and we have people that uh, purchase uh, tickets as gifts, so that's a great idea, gift certificate for your family. We've had people get engaged at the show. We've probably had people get divorced because of the show, but we don't, we don't know about that. But uh, it's, it's a great place, especially when you have family in town and you want to go out and have a good night that includes a meal.
3: Don't miss it folks. It's Marriage Can Be Murder and you can go to marriagecanbemurder.com to find out all the details. It's at the Orleans, which is easy to get to and a great place to watch. A, a show. Guys, thank you so much. I can't uh, I can't wait to get out there and see it myself again. So thank you so much. Please follow Vegas Never Sleeps on all social media platforms, including X, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks for listening today. This is Steven manchie reminding you, Vegas Never Sleeps.
2: Vegas, here we go! Do you have a car sitting around you want to get rid of? Then here's a great idea. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Yes, one fast call to the veteran car donation program and we will come and remove your car for free. Fast, free towing and 24 hour response. You can donate most cars, trucks or SUVs in most conditions. The proceeds raised goes to help active military, veterans and their families, and you get a tax deduction. All you need to do is make this free call. Get rid of that old car and help the vets. We make it easy. Make this free call now and book your fast and easy pickup. Call the veteran donation program now. Donate your car and help veterans and their families. Operators are standing by. Here's the number.
0: 800-932-1176. 800-932-1176. 800-932-1176. That's 800-932-1176.